All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So I am ridiculously excited to hear this story. I always love when Brian is the one doing the retelling. And this one is supposed to be quite steamy from the very few details I've heard. Before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site and the place that we always recommend people check out when they want to start networking in the lifestyle. Whether you want to start planning dates or you want to see all of the amazing events going on in your area or across the country, really across the world, you should be checking out Cassidy.com. And the best part is you can do it free for an entire month. When you go to our website, frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, frontporchswingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner to get 30 free days of all access. Check it out for yourself and we hope to see you there. So it's been kind of a whirlwind of a week. There's been, it's kind of, now that I'm having a little bit of time to reflect on it, I'm like, holy hell, we did a lot in a week. Really, it's been a month, honestly. Well, yeah, for so, sure. <laughs> the month of September has been really fucking crazy. Uh, I just got, again, back home finally a few days ago from being in Reno for a few days visiting a friend. And man, I am just wiped out. Yeah, I don't blame it's you. It's been a lot of fucking travel already, and we got a lot more coming. Well, I met two gentlemen while you were gone in Reno. So one of them was the guy that we talked about last week. Yes. I got to hang out with him again while you were gone, which was very hot and very steamy. And I'm sure we'll be talking about that at a future time. But in addition to that, I met another guy and I found it so interesting because we talk so much about chemistry And sometimes I feel like it's lip service until something like this happens because this was the second guy I met was ridiculously handsome and really well spoken, well dressed. He smelled good, but there just wasn't that chemistry there for me at all. I really wanted there to be because I wanted to be a total fucking slut. But it just wasn't there. Well, I mean, we do talk about that a lot. It is a big part of certainly how I connect with people. And sometimes it doesn't matter. We talk about that too, right? It's like, yeah, he or she or whoever is attractive. And so fuck the chemistry, well, whatever. But it's, but it's about the atmosphere, right? Because if yeah. we're at a lifestyle club, absolutely. If this yep. guy walked into one of our lifestyle events and I talked to him for 10 minutes, I would totally want to fuck him. Yeah, absolutely. But I spent an hour with him and we're just kind of walking around and chatting with each other. And it just wasn't there. I kept trying. I kept like trying to be silly with him and kind of flirty. And it just never got there. We he just didn't gel and nothing against him. He's a, he seems like a really great guy. It's just, you know, it just wasn't a match. Right. So, but it was also very interesting to have that contrast as comparatively to the guy that we talked about last week, because he and I had this fucking ridiculous second session together. I didn't know it could get more intense than the first time, but it absolutely did. Yeah. And I obviously was out of town when you had the opportunity to play with him and you didn't give me any real details, but when you contacted me afterwards, you told me, you're like, this is definitely someone that is could be my regular play partner. Like, I really enjoy this person's company, and, you know, the sex is insane. And so, yeah, I mean, you were very excited at the prospect of this being a regular thing. Oh, yeah. I totally think it could be. If we, if we can put up with each other, <laughs> if he can put up with me, I think about that sometimes. I'm not sure that I'm the easiest regular play partner to have because my schedule is so fucking crazy. I'm all over the place. I'm constantly traveling. Yeah. I'm kind of a needy bitch at times. <laughs> well, the good news is he has a pretty fucking crazy schedule too so but at least it's on some level it's kind of a a set thing like there are certain hours you're just never going to hear from him so maybe the chaos will kind of work itself out maybe we'll see i don't know i'm not i have zero expectations of the situation i'm really learning to temper my expectations i think that that's been a very important thing to come out of the last few months with these single guys oh for sure it's like you know i've been far too optimistic (laughs) i need to start being not as idealistic and being more realistic and And uh, I think that's a good place to be in. I know that sounds very negative, but I don't see it that way. I just see it as like I'm having different levels of expectations of people that I have in the past. Well, it's not even so much a question of, of putting expectations on people or situations for me as much as it is. It's like, you know, I've got some amazing play partners right now and 
why yeah, you do yeah why do i want to fuck around and do something or get involved with someone that isn't going to be as exceptional as these amazing people so that's the part i struggle with like yeah i don't want to put expectations on it but then i'll meet someone and it's like well you're you're not exactly as awesome as the rest of these folks so i need <laughs> to, to you yes, yeah to me very... <laughs> yeah so i need to like take a step back you know and it, i mean that's kind of what's happening so and then of course when there is a disappointment of any kind because i'm always judging people based on the people i'm around right so are you going to fit in does it make sense for me to pursue this you know are we a match as like i am with these other folks Sometimes I struggle with that from from that perspective in terms of like expectations and and what I'm looking for to get out of a situation. It's tough to do when you have amazing play partners a lot of times. Yeah, poor Brian. He has three people that he really really enjoys having sex with and that are awesome people. <laughs> yeah, and that's then, basically what you just made it sound like. Oh, I have such awesome sex with these people and they're so great that other people coming into my sphere don't measure up. <laughs> well, also though, then there's some you know there's a one particular gal that I have been digitally communicating with now for a period of time we have not been obviously physical but we have met them uh, her and her partner and their friends and so the digital communication is great and so we're building this kind of foundation and so again when i start communicating if i start communicating digitally with someone else and the communication isn't as good or robust or interesting Sexy, hot yeah fiery. it's yeah. like eh, i don't what am i doing this for yeah why the fuck would you waste your time now yeah. that you have a certain level of standard i think that's what it is it's not expectation it's standard well when the bar is set as high as it is right now in my opinion for me I almost don't even have an interest in looking any further because I don't want to be disappointed. Well, don't then. Why yeah. would you? You don't have the time. No, I don't. But In fact, we talked about that. So today you're meeting Jade, who you guys have yes. heard about on the podcast several times before. Yes. You guys are going to have a play session. You haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, for sure. And honestly, we talked about taking the month of September off for yes. you. Not for me. I plan to be a slut all month. Yeah. But for you, because you're traveling so much and you just have so much on your plate, you told everyone, like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of taking the month off and you haven't even done that because you want to be around these people so badly and you have so much fun with them that you try to make it fit, yeah, well, which yeah. I think is great. But at the same time, I think it would be unrealistic for you to expect that you can bring another person into your sphere right now. No, you don't have the time. Not not on a regular basis, certainly not locally. It would be very difficult. Yeah, so I'm going to see Jay today. I would really like to see Susan. She and I are trying to get together as well. Uh, and there's a guy that I'm supposed to meet for, you know, a, a coffee or a drink at some point. We haven't been able to figure that out. So, oh, I mean, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. And then, then, of course, my other play partner who, you know, he and I have not been able to get in together because he has just as crazy a schedule. So it's just it's this month has been really fucking tough for sure for me because I had to travel twice without you and which is rare, obviously. So, yeah, it, I had two weeks out of this month that have been pretty much dead for me. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know that I have it in me to <laughs> add too much more to the to my plate, but I think you would be a fool to do so. That is just my personal opinion. You're you're spread too thin. For sure. And like I said, the truth is when it comes to the folks that are in my circle right now, which they're all amazing, I struggle with why I would even entertain the idea. But then it's like, well, what if they're just as awesome as them? You know? Like <laughs> you just can't have it all. You gotta, you gotta, that is you such know. a male mentality. That is, yeah. the, that is the epitome of how the male mind works. Right. So, yeah, I just got to I have to I have to temper my myself and be like, eh, listen, man, um, j measure. Just measure yourself. You can't do this. Yeah. Well, you also have a partner who wants to jump your bones five times a day. So. Yeah. And fortunately, yesterday, you and I finally got to spend like an entire day together just doing dumb shit like just not focused on anything other than having fun, which was nice. That was so fun. It's been a while. We, we have not been able shit to do We that. shouldn't have. I drank too much. Probably yes. had a couple too many drinks, but yeah. it was fun. <laughs> yeah, and we went to some places we have not been in fucking forever, which is great. So yeah, we got we got a chance to just hang out and, and just be goofy yesterday, which I really appreciate. Well, the other we thing that we got to do is we got to go to a soft opening of a club, yes. which was fucking cool. I've never been at the opening of a lifestyle club before. No, it's amazing, and I'm super fucking pumped about it. So our friends who are the proprietors of Playhouse LV have opened another location here in Vegas and it is fucking amazing. It is so cool. I mean, I knew it was going to be because for those of you who haven't been to Playhouse LV, let me tell you, it is very well done. It is chic. It is swanky. So I knew that they were going to bring that same flavor, but I was fucking blown away. Oh, yeah. I really was. Yeah. It, listen, this they did an amazing job. This is a phenomenal facility structure as it is. 
and what they've done to it to really transform it into just the sexy fucking space. I mean, they, they really do a nice job. Yeah, it tells it shows you what's possible in this space. And it also kind of annoys me even more that we've been to so many shitty clubs when you see clubs like this. Well, also because it's like this was so far outside of what the norm is for lifestyle clubs. Well, also think about the folks in attendance, right? Forget for a second their physical appearance. They were all so well put together, so well dressed. And when you go to a place like that's really fucking nice, you feel like, you know, water seeks its own level, right? You have to elevate yourself. And I think some of the folks that even were there who maybe weren't the best dressed in the room thought to themselves, well, shit, I'm underdressed. Oh, I I mean, that's that's how you're going to have to feel because it was such a fucking cool, elegant spot. Everyone looked great. It was a phenomenal looking group. And we got to meet some awesome people. Some folks that we were, we've been waiting to meet for a long time and, and just didn't have a chance to. Yes, yes. And we also got to hang out a little bit with a couple that is yes. going to Splash. We're going to be at Splash with them next week. Yeah, they're awesome. So that's cool. It's nice that we're going to have, you know, Vegas locals with us in uh, Fort Lauderdale. I think there's like, what, four couples that we're aware of currently that are going to be there? Yes, like we that. should definitely know some faces. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So that's, uh, yeah, there's another trip we're taking, right? we got to get ready to get on another plane. Yeah, but at least it's with me this time. Yeah, so for everyone listening, most of you know, I fucking hate to fly. Oh my God, Brian is so dramatic about flying. I fucking hate to fly. It's like literally the blood drains from your face every time we go to the airport. That's literally how bad it is. It's an arduous task to fucking travel anymore as oh, it is. it's a pain in the ass, yeah. And, it, uh, and to top it all off, I don't like to be on a fucking plane. I don't have control over it. I don't like the fucking turbulence. The whole thing just makes me control. fucking crazy. So you'd feel better if you were the pilot? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's, so I sat in the very, you know, I'm right up front. I'm in the first fucking seat, the first section in the aisle. I want as close to the cockpit as I can get in case, you know, like something fucking happens. I can get to the cockpit. Like, I don't want to be all the way in the back of the fucking plane if something crazy happens. Yeah. I want to be able to get the fuck out of there. Let's also say, though, this was definitely a budget airline so Ugh. it's not fancy that you're in the first row. Yeah, there's not first class on this yeah don't get plane. it twisted i wasn't <laughs> getting lobster and fucking caviar in first class but you know Did they even give you like a free water well the second trip they ran out of water so there was no fucking water because i got delayed i mean it was a fuck it was the flight from hell it was like my absolute worst fucking nightmare so on the heels of that i now have to get ready to get on a fucking plane again and fly six hours to fucking fort lauderdale i am not looking forward to it It'll be fun. At all. We will survive, and then we'll be in the sun, and you'll be able to be naked if you want, and it's yes. going to be so fun. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I am too. I'm looking forward to it. We do love Fort Lauderdale. It's been a hot second since we've been there. I so. really like Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, we had a good time there, so this will be fun. It's kind of, I mean, it's super fun and energetic, but not quite as crazy as Miami, so it's kind of a nice balance. Yeah, it's not- Between like a sleepy beach town and yeah. Miami. <laughs> yeah, it's not the you know the party that South Beach is, but it is still very fucking cool, so I'm, I'm excited to go, no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll but be fun. I wish I could just teleport myself there. That would be nice. We're also just a few days away from our next Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas event. We have people coming. Do you even realize this? I'm not sure we've talked about this. We have Australian friends coming. No. Yeah. No, I had no idea. Yeah, they'll be there. Get out. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's very cool. I had no clue. Yep. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Our Hot Wife events here in Vegas are just amazing. Also, I can't say whom because he might be listening to this, but someone that you guys have heard about on the show before may be at our October event. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It's going to be a surprise for him. He doesn't know. Yeah. Okay, so we can't mention it. No. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Yeah. It's been so a we, long time. I love our events here. They're so much fun. We always get to meet new people. And I think my favorite thing about it is it's not clickish like at some other places. A yeah. lot of times the local clubs, it's like all the local people go there. So if you're an out-of-towner coming in, you feel like a total fish out of water. Yes. And that is not at all the case at our events. No. And I got to say, probably, I, I like to think that the, the club that just opened, I think it's going to be a lot of people with that opportunity to go. Who, and you won't have to deal with the clicks because it's so new. That'll be nice. Oh, for you people mean the who, brand new club. Yeah, the people that don't want to be part of the clicks that a lot of times take place in some of the, the locations here. I think it'll be a really nice opportunity for folks to not have to deal with that. Yeah, same. Yeah, it felt great. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think I'm just happy that there's another super fucking high quality club in Vegas because Vegas doesn't have the best reputation for lifestyle clubs. Oh, 
I also went to a content creator party over the weekend. That was interesting. So huge shout out to Doc Chocolate, who if you guys don't know who that is, he hosts the Bulls and Queens podcast. Brian was actually interviewed on that show, so you should totally go listen to it. But he put together a content creator event, which was basically people coming in from all over the place who all have OnlyFans or other related content platforms. Yes. And it was just a weekend to like network and shoot together if you chose to. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to shoot. I'm just going to come be the assistant and talk to people and get to know some new people. And I totally ended up shooting. Well, of course you did. It was so fun. Well, it was really well done. It's not something that I'm typically going to get involved in, obviously. And I, I don't participate in the shooting, clearly. I was just there for moral support and to help out if there was any help needed. And I think the way it was done was solid. You know, I think Doc did a really nice job of making sure people felt comfortable. There was food and beverages, and it was just a kind of friendly comfortable space and we met people from all over which i think is great yeah people that you would normally never meet which is exactly why i wanted to go so that was cool big shout out to him for that and uh you guys might uh see some of that in the future if you're on my OnlyFans. yeah of course you were like oh i'm probably not gonna you know shoot and this and that (laughs) did you know that that was bullshit absolutely i (laughs) i left at one point because i had just flown home the day before i had no fucking sleep and I think I got in at like 2.30 in the fucking morning off that flight. And I just was, I went home and, and took a nap because we were going to the grand opening of the club that night. And then you stayed, of course. And when you got home, you're like, oh yeah, I, I shot. I'm like, of course you did. Well, of course you did. <laughs> well, I mean, when a fucking hot guy is, you know, requesting it, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> no, of course not. And he was very enamored with you. So it was, it was fun. The feeling was mutual. He was great. So yeah. yeah, it was just a packed week. I mean, seriously, when you think about all we did this week, you traveled, I had a play date, I met another guy, then I went to the creator party, then we went to the opening of a club, then I went back to the creator party. Yeah. What a fucking week. Weekend. Two days of that. It's a, a week. lot. Yeah. It was, well, yeah. It's it, especially when you're any listen. Anytime you add travel to the fucking list of things that's going on now, it's really a pain in the ass. I don't know how much people are traveling, listening to this, but man, it is fucking. It is such a pain in the ass. All I can tell you is get to the airport early. That's all you can do. Okay, so I want to get to a single guy tip of the week that I think is very important because I think it's ridiculously predatory what some guys are doing. And I also think it's important for couples or single ladies even to know that this kind of shit is going on, okay? For sure. What I have seen a lot of lately is guys, for example, RSVPing to an event or RSVPing to some sort of lifestyle gathering, basically just to get on the guest list and see who else is on the guest list. Right. But they don't actually plan to attend the event. Yeah, it's so really pe- shitty. Yeah, what people are expecting is like, oh, I'm chatting with someone that I then may meet in person in a safe environment, in a more controlled environment than if I just went and met them randomly. So they kind of let their guard down and they allow themselves to connect a little bit more than maybe they would all the while these guys never intend to go to the lifestyle club or the lifestyle event exactly yeah it's it is predatory it's kind of like they have access and then they use that access to really benefit themselves it really is it's subterfuge because they're they're playing around like they're going to this thing they're really not and then they're going to try to lure people oh come to my place or i'll meet you at your hotel or you know well, whatever I heard from a couple of women what'll happen is these guys will be like i would like to meet you before the event so that i know someone when i get there and they're yeah. almost using that as a way to you know get people more comfortable with them or like you said more likely to meet them outside of the event and right. that is fucking gross if you don't actually intend to be there don't tell people you're going to be there well especially if there's like a situation and it happens a lot here right i mean people come in from out of town and it's it's always a mistake we tell people all the time do not make hard plans to meet someone unless you truly intend to do it because i mean vegas will get away from you real fucking quick and it happens all the time Isn't right not the truth i mean it happens all the time people flake we know that so <laughs> there was a video circulating it went super viral of this couple like laying at the bottom of, bottom of an escalator oh yeah i saw that I, they're either drunk or high off their fucking asses and all i could think to myself is i wonder if that's why people buy tickets to an event and don't show up in vegas for sure and well that, that was also like one in the afternoon yes. these people were blotto at the bottom of a fucking escalator at one in the afternoon on like a fucking wednesday and you know they put on their facebook page like right before they went or their fucking instagram vegas isn't ready for us oh, we're yeah. gonna show vegas Those are always the people that end up going home without shoes. (laughs) Meanwhile, they're passed out at the bottom of an escalator. Yeah. Anytime we're like on Fremont or something, we're walking, there's a shoe. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess Vegas Vegas wasn't ready for them, huh? (laughs) 
Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, don't Biggest make... kicked your ass. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> don't make fucking hard plans because you're going to be disappointed. It, yeah. It, you know, and with the, with the guys that kind of prey on people that way, couples and singles for that matter, it's just shitty. You know, yeah. you know you're not going to be going to this thing. You're just trying to lure people away. You know, you, you shouldn't do that. Well, it also, it's shitty for the organizers of the event, too, because, like, yeah. for our events, we try to keep a pretty tight ratio. Yes. We don't want to have a bajillion couples and two guys or vice versa. Exactly. So for a Hot Wife event especially, it's very important that the ratios make sense. So if we have... 20 guys signed up for an event and only 10 actually show yeah. that's a fucking problem so yeah, i don't think is. people put themselves in the shoes of organizers in that way either listen we know people don't put themselves in other people's shoes ever hardly you know in normative life nonetheless in this space this is a selfish sphere it really is it's a sex driven and when sex gets in the way of things you don't people typically don't think past their crotch and so you know i it, hate <laughs> when you say the word crotch it's so gross okay well, i hate that word it's like moist or scrotum i hate those words too well, they're real words <laughs> so you actually have to use them well i don't have to like using them no but you know they are words no but yeah you're completely right i think when sex is in the equation especially with men i'm not trying to generalize but let's generalize for a moment yeah most guys when they think about getting their dicks wet it's like all decency or empathy goes out the window and that is a big fucking problem in this space well listen this is single guy tip of the week but let's be honest you just had a single presumably single female reach out to you about our party, our event on Thursday. <laughs> okay, so let me tell that story really So, quick. yeah, I mean, it, this goes both ways. So this woman reaches out to me and she's like, hey, I really want to come to your party on Thursday, but I was looking at the pricing and I noticed that it's X amount for single ladies and I'm just wondering if I actually have to pay that. Yeah. I was like, um, yeah, that's what a single lady ticket costs. And she was like, oh, well, most places discount or let me in for free. I was like, well, then you should probably go to those places. Yeah, listen, we really appreciate our single lady friends. Obviously, we've had our... My, and our attendees. Yeah, my single lady playmates have been to our parties. We enjoy having them. But a hot wife event is not for single women particularly. It's for hot wives. Right. So yes, you will pay to be in the party. Yeah, we welcome you, but you're not getting a free pass. That's yeah. not a thing. No. Because unlike most other lifestyle events, our events are not all about the single ladies, right? Right, exactly. You go to the average lifestyle event, especially if it's filled with a lot of newer couples, and it's like they are there for the single ladies. And yes. that's great, but that's those aren't our events. That's not what we throw. No, but that's just part of this, one of the issues in this space is that single women are obviously far more revered than the single men. And like this woman intimated, she either doesn't pay most of the time or pays very little. That doesn't make sense. Just does not for us. It doesn't make sense for what we do. So I'm the sure idea it does is... make sense for other dynamics and different lifestyle venues well, sure. and, and all of that kind of stuff. That, yeah. That's great. Well, that's why happy hours or, you know, ladies night was invented. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the whole idea. But, yeah, but that's also kind of gross. Don't get me going on that. No, it's listen. It's again, Fucking, you're talk about predatory behavior. Yeah, you're yeah. Ladies in free guys pay 200 bucks. What are you saying exactly? Let's make money off the fact that we're letting a bunch of ladies in. Well, yeah, and so what are we doing? So you're monetizing their presence. That's what you're doing. It's yeah, gross. I don't that, like it. Yeah, and it's and you're luring other you know people in almost like they're the prey. You know, it's like yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. I, I find the whole thing weird. But I don't know. Maybe we think just differently than most people. I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, you know, we're talking about single guy tip of the week. What that guy did, what some of those guys did that you're referring to, and that was a real thing that happened this week. It's creepy and disgusting, and you shouldn't do it. But at the same time, we do perpetuate the idea that women are far more revered in this space, which is exactly why this woman felt compelled and comfortable to reach out and be like, oh, well, I don't normally pay or I, I get a discount. Well, at most events, you probably do. Well, but that's also the reason that a lot of these guys do what they do in terms of being on the guest list and they don't actually yes. intend to buy a ticket because a lot of times it's like, well, I'm not going to pay double or triple or quadruple what everyone else is paying to go. Right. Instead, I'm going to save myself a shitload of money and just use the guest list as my personal little black book yeah and, and you can also understand from that perspective why guys are doing that because I mean, of the, the the reason you just outlined it's still fucking gross it is it absolutely <laughs> is but the truth is if you're a guy in this space and you've been used to getting your fucking ass kicked paying 150 200 or you know 100 more than couples or single women or whatever i can understand where it's like well shit i i've been taken advantage of and listen let's be honest you know if we're talking about locally where we are a lot of these 
events that take place are fucking tourist traps and and it, they are not what they are what they claim to be so if you're a guy coming in from out of town and you are planning on going to some kind of sweet party or whatever and you're getting charged 200 250 bucks you could pretty well be rest assured you're getting fucked because it, what it's what they're saying it's going to be, it's not, and you're going to oh, be disappointed. You don't mean actually getting fucked. You mean getting screwed over. Oh, you're I was like, what are you over. talking about? Usually those guys don't get fucked at no, all. No, 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 no. They're getting <laughs> no, no, not proper fucked. They're just they're getting, getting fucked screwed over. Over, yes. Yeah, they're getting <laughs> fucked over because that money is you're paying for the fucking space is what the single guys are doing. Yeah, you know, they're just being taken advantage of. So I understand why that mentality is there, but at the same time, it's not okay. Yeah, don't present yourself as something you're not, like an attendee. Right. So anyway, I am very excited to hear your retelling today. It's actually been a few weeks since you have given us a story, right? Yes, I have actually been in contact with this lady who we're going to refer to as Jessica, which is her preference, and I'll explain why later. And man, is she fucking hot, and I am really eager to see her again. Once again, not sure how I make this happen, but I'm going to. Okay, well, we're going to talk about it all very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Sex should be pleasurable. It shouldn't be anxiety-ridden. But if you have PE, premature ejaculation, sometimes it can be really difficult to focus on all of the fun. Instead, you're thinking about not finishing too soon, doing the whole baseball trick or thinking about something that's not sexy. Who wants to do that? Instead, you should try Promescent's Delay Spray, their flagship product. You just put on a few sprays, wait about 10 minutes, and you're good to go. And it has amazing absorption technology, so it doesn't transfer to your partner, making them all numb down there and eliminating the point. The delay spray from Promescent is helping to bridge the orgasm gap. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but women typically take longer than men to finish. And wouldn't it be nice if there was a product out there that would help us bridge that gap? Well, there is. It's called the delay spray, and you should pick it up today by heading over to promescent.com. That is Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. Check out their full line of bedroom wellness products today. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Dipsy. After an incredibly hectic work day where I'm stressed and I'm feeling anxious, it can be really difficult for me to shift gears and start getting myself in the mood for fun time. It's nearly impossible some days, but thanks to Dipsy, I'm able to focus on only my own erotic pleasure. Dipsy is an amazing audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on, and they're written by women and for women. No matter what your fantasy is, what turns you on, you're going to be able to find stories that get you in the mood. And for listeners of our show, you can try Dipsy and all of its services for free for an entire month. Get a full month of all access when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. That's Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash FPS. Dipsystories.com slash FPS. Support for today's episode comes from our friends at True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod or even if you're super fit can be really difficult. They're either way too tight, they shrink really quickly, or they make you look so boxy. It's time to upgrade your wardrobe and start wearing True Classic today. Yeah, guys, listen, I wear a lot of t-shirts. I have tried them all. I have never gotten the kind of compliments I get wearing a True Classic t-shirt. Not to mention, they feel amazing. My partner cannot walk past me without touching my True Classic shirt <laughs> because they're so soft. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing. And the compliments I truly get every single time I'm wearing one of these t-shirts. Guys will come up to me and say, man, that's amazing. You look great. You know, your arms, this and that. What kind of t-shirt is that? It's amazing the kind of compliments I get and the attention that I get from everybody. I highly recommend them. Yeah, you look sexy. Plus, they're not shrinking all the time. I'm not having to constantly buy new ones for you, which is great. And honestly, they're super affordable, too. And right now, they're really affordable for listeners of our show. Join the 2 million men that are already wearing True Classic tees and get a discount, 25% off at trueclassic.com when you use our code FPS at checkout. Guys, it's about time that you upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Again, get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code FPS. Free shipping included on purchases over $100 and 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad bod will thank you. 
I gotta be completely honest with you guys about our next partner. I have always been a skeptic of any THC products. I think like a lot of people out there, I've had bad experiences with it in the past, or maybe for a lot of you, you've tried too high of a dose. We are so glad that microdose gummies from Lumi Labs are a thing, and we're so glad that they are sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Yeah, for me, I have been a terrible sleeper pretty much my entire life. I rarely, if ever, have slept through the night soundly until now. And microdosing has absolutely changed that. I'm an early riser, and if I don't get enough sleep, man, my day is a disaster. I'm here to tell you, this is how I fixed it. It's amazing. It's an amazing product. Wake up fresh, feeling good. I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, and I've always had horrible insomnia, and it really has helped me in so many different ways. I'm sleeping. I'm more relaxed in the evenings. It's just been wonderful. I really do think that anyone can benefit from microdosing, whether you're somebody who likes to work out a lot and deals with inflammation, who just wants to be able to relax at the end of the night without feeling this overwhelming high feeling like you get from some other THC products. These are very small microdoses of THC to help you relax. And if you want to check it out for yourself, which I highly recommend that you do, you can go to microdose.com and use code FPS at checkout to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com code FPS for 30% off and free shipping. Okay, so I want to say that all I really know about this experience that we're going to be talking about today is when you came back in the door from this date that you had, this experience, you were beaming. You were glowing. And I was like, whoa, you're always happy when you come home from a play session. But it was like, I think you were surprised at how amazing it really was. I, so, I was. I, I, there was. And I shouldn't say that because she's an amazing lady. But I guess for me, I'm always the skeptic, right? Like, I don't ever want to disappoint anyone. So when I have a really outstanding experience, much like I do at this point with all of these incredible play partners I have currently, and I'm very fortunate, it's really, it just makes me feel that much better. And also, let's be honest. These folks live literally a quarter of a mile away from us. Well, so also, I didn't even have a lot of time to cool off. I think it's really important to say that just because somebody is amazing and attractive and all of these other things doesn't mean they're going to be your cup of tea in bed. No. So when they are, it's like, oh, fuck, I hit the jackpot. <laughs> yeah, it's a bonus. Absolutely. And this this lady was no exception. OK, so I want to hear all about it. Well, I got to give you a little bit of a backstory, right? Because much like us, this is a couple. They're very busy and they have a crazy fucking schedule as we do. They they do a lot of traveling constantly traveling a lot yeah so i actually had the opportunity to meet them i believe it was back in july originally i had the chance to have a drink with both of them it was actually she and i that met first and her husband who was a super guy he came and sat down with us for about 20 minutes but he was kind of in between working so he didn't stay very long just enough to meet me and you know kind of get to know me a little bit and make sure that you're not a total fucking crazy psycho yeah exactly yeah. as it turns out we have some mutual friends which is always good right when you're meeting new people there's just a level of comfort for me yeah, you know, of which is great. And I'm sure for them as well. Anyway, had a Especially great conversation. With those particular friends. They're so cool that if they said someone's cool, it's like, yeah, they're fucking cool. Oh, for you sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. trust them. So. Well, we, we value their opinion in many ways, and this is only one of them. So I had a great time with her. We sat for probably, geez, I don't know, the better part of an hour and a half just having a, a drink and a laugh and just got to know each other a little bit. There was no play on the table that day, which I really liked because I actually, I had to get going because I was catching a flight like the next day. So I didn't have a lot of time. And they were traveling also. So we were, we literally put on our calendars, we're going to meet on this day next month. Like we had to come up with a day that, that worked. <laughs> like four weeks down the road. It was yeah. yeah every bit of, th- I think it was at least three weeks maybe more. So we left and we talk about this a lot, right? It's the kissing thing. We talk about this at nauseum because we do, I get reached out a lot of times by people who, who kissing is off the table, right? That's just a, a hard stop for them. And that's great. If that's your thing, that's fine. I can't do that because that tells me a lot about you. Yeah. It, a lot about how we're going to connect, right? I was going to say, it's more so about the chemistry than anything else because some sure. I've, I've kissed people that I think other people would probably think was a great kisser, but as soon as I kiss them, I'm like, ah, I feel nothing. I might as yeah. well be kissing, you know, my fucking, I don't know. Yeah, you're, <laughs> my, yeah. it's my, a relative or something. Yeah, yeah, my cousin or something. Yeah. At least and, a second cousin. <laughs> yeah, and for, well, hopefully. And for me, 
it really does set the tone. Like I, I just, I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't know if it's everybody's thing, but for me, when I kiss somebody, if I don't get some kind of like feeling from it that I want to continue kissing that person, eh, this probably isn't a thing. Yeah. So what happened was she was parked in an area further away from me, but I wanted to walk her to her car. And we met at a very cool spot, a kind of a wine bar, not too far from where we all live, apparently, because like I said, they live a quarter of a mile away from us. Is it the same one I went to with Susan? Absolutely. Oh, I don't like that place. <laughs> well, it's very cool and it's nice, but it's very busy. It has exactly one bathroom. And if, you know, I stood in line for like 15 minutes to use the restroom because there's literally only one. So, I would never go on a date there. It's too bougie. I feel like I'm in a museum. But it, I'm glad you guys could still connect. That's all. No, that it was is. great. We had a great time. So, I, as I said, we, there was not play on the table, right? That was the initial thing. And so I walked her to her car. And when I get her to her car, she turns around and we kiss. And it was very short, not a lot. Who initiated you know, it? I think she did because I wouldn't ordinarily do that. Like, yeah. you know, you can tell when someone's prepared to kiss you. And so, you know, I just had like a hand on her waist and she leaned in and kissed me. And I thought, oh, that was, that was great. She's got great lips. First of all, just full lips. And she's got this, there's a passion about her. There's a heat that emanates from her. Well, one of the things you told me is like, obviously she's very beautiful. So when yeah. you saw pictures of her, you're like, wow, that's a beautiful woman. But you said her persona in real life is way more even enticing than the way she looks. Like the two combined are just fucking explosive. Yeah, because there's a sexuality about her when, you, when you're in her presence. You know, she's got this amazing red hair and just beautiful, like this pearly white skin full lips she has got an amazing body and so when you see her in person and you're sitting with her and you're spending any time with her at all even just as neutral as it was sitting there having a drink with her at one point i'll say this i got up from sitting across from her when i came back from the restroom and sat next to her because this place is now super busy and it would have been really awkward for me to have gotten back into the seat i was originally sitting in there was a like a i think there was a bachelorette party or something having wine and cheese it was would have been a mess so i sat next to her and it was literally like sitting next to her i felt the heat like from she's her. just oozing yeah. sex appeal oh i love that. so sexy so as i said she kissed me we kissed each other and i, I thought wow I, that really went well i feel good about that yeah and so you fast forward now three weeks right because a lot of time had gone by they went on vacation you and i were out of town we had an event to do well what i will say though is you were talking about her and having an experience with her during that time multiple times yes i was really eager to, to see her and i was hopeful that because so much time had passed that her schedule didn't change and we wouldn't have to reschedule or or she changed her mind and was like eh, i don't want to hang out with that guy that was <laughs> hopefully what was not going to happen the luster wore off <laughs> yeah yeah i was not not that charming so i reached out to her oh i don't know about three days before we were supposed to meet and we had been we had been in contact just kind of a you know little kind of text messages hope your day goes well have a great time on your trip you know those kinds of things i reached out to her just to make sure we were still good and that we were meeting she said absolutely we're going to, you know, we met at 4.30 that afternoon, which I always like the afternoon stuff because we all have shit to do and everybody wants to be in bed before 10, right? Do you feel like you're horniest in the afternoon? Well, in a situation like this, yes. <laughs> no, under, just typically speaking. Under normal circumstances, I don't know that it really matters. You don't find yourself much. during a certain time of day being more revved up than others? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I do, however, like today, I'm meeting Jade, 4.30, ironically. And I get really excited because, of course, I, I really enjoy her company, as I do all of my lo my current play partners. But when you know you have a 4.30 thing, like for me, then I'm going to be more worked up today. Yeah, I could see that. If that makes sense. So, Do you want to guess when it is for me? All day, every day. No, it's morning. I'm definitely most revved up in the morning. Yeah, it's all day, every I day. I always masturbate in the morning. Or in the afternoon, or both. Rarely. Nah, you're, you're pretty well. I don't know. You're pretty slutty. You don't care. <laughs> ne I never masturbate in the evening. No, I'm not at night. I'm usually fucking in the evening. Yeah, yeah so. that's, that's, re that's reserved for the real thing. <laughs> so uh, we we were meeting at a place not too far, actually, from where we met the first time. Actually, right across the street. At a way better place. At a mu very cool place. You and I love that place. Also, yep. because let's face it, they got some hot fucking bartenders. Oh, God. One of them is my lady crush. I yeah, just, she's I so fucking hot. I over her. 
And I was really glad she wasn't there because I did not want to be staring at her while I was sitting with this amazing woman. Yeah, that would have been shitty. So shitty. Yeah. So, although I would have pointed her out to her had she not already known because I'm sure she would have thought the same. Hey, if she's bi, I'm sure she would have been into this Yeah, there's too, no question so. that, yeah, everyone likes this this bartender. So, or you should, anyway. So, we met at 4.30. I got there early, got a table, which was not easy, rare in this place. And she came in. Now, I can see the whole front of this place is glass. It's all windows. So I could see her coming from uh, the parking lot, basically, from where she was coming from. And she had texted me, just parked on my way. So I knew about how long it was going to take her. I knew where she had parked. So I was looking out the window to make sure, you know, she was coming, that she was okay. And as she's walking toward the building, she's in a dress. She looks fucking amazing. What kind Heels. Of dress? It was white, basically, but it had a pattern on it, like blues and reds and... You like know, a sundress? Uh, no, no, tighter. Ooh, tighter fitting. Like body cons. Yeah, yeah. And she looked fucking insane. <laughs> and so I got up, met her at the door, sat down at the table. Of course, she kissed me hello, which was amazing. I wasn't expecting that. And so we sat and had a drink for what seemed like i thought it was like 30 or 45 minutes as you pointed out it was much longer than that it was like two hours yeah and in fact she said wow we kind of got lost in our conversation i didn't realize how long it had been it didn't even occur to me well you told me you were going to text me in between where you guys were going and going to her place right you said if i end up going to her place i was pretty fucking sure you were but you said if i do then i am going to text you ahead of time i thought you had just forgotten to text me no no i what you know listen i said to you if this gets to that point where we're going to play, I will text you in between. I don't ever presume that that's a guarantee, right? So while we're sitting there talking, it didn't even occur to me, though, that we were potentially going to play. I was just enjoying her company and her conversation until eventually, I think we ordered a second drink. And then I said to her, uh, I said, are you are you okay on time? And she said something to me like, well, I think we should go to my place. I was like, okay, perfect. Yay. So yeah, we finished our drinks. I got the bill. Now we're walking out together. Okay, now we are basically parked in the same area. So we're we're walking to the same place, much like I did the first time, walked her to her car. Well, then when she turned around and kissed me, it was very different because <laughs> now we're getting ready to go play, obviously. So it's a little bit hotter now. Well, of course, the first time it's like, oh, we're feeling things out. We're right. seeing how that chemistry is. The second time it's like, I want to fuck. <laughs> yes. And that was that kind of feeling. I thought, wow, this is going to be amazing because that electricity was, cl- it was there for me for sure. I'm not going to speak for her, but I knew right away that this was going to be awesome. I just knew it. And that's why I say all the time, I really feel like the not kissing part people are missing out you know i don't think you're going to get the full experience very literally you know so anyway walk her to her car i go to our car and as i said i knew she lived close i did not have any idea how close they actually lived (laughs) you know i mean they're a quarter of a mile down the road so we get to, to their place and her husband was not there he had something to do so it was just the two of us and so we go upstairs to their place and so we're in the kitchen just standing in the kitchen chatting the kitchen the dining room the living room there's a hallway and then there's bedrooms but we're standing kind of in the corner of the kitchen close to the hallway going into the the bedroom areas right and at some point she just comes over to me gets close enough to me that it's obvious that we're going to embrace and we just start making out in the kitchen before it's all said and done she's naked in the kitchen what? Yes. Yeah. We've got her dress off. That's right. You did tell me about that because we talked about the time that I played with Clint in the kitchen yes. and he pulled my butt plug out. Yeah, no. She has her panties on, but no no top, dresses off, shoes are off. Wearing panties? Yeah, she had uh, I'm pretty sure. I think she did. I'm almost positive just because I took some off. So she absolutely had them on. She's classier than yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't put them on. She didn't have them. She didn't put anything on, so she had them on. If I'm rocking a bodycon dress, I'm not putting on panties. Well, listen, it wasn't much there wasn't a lot to material to this thing, but She's so fucking hot. So this, of course, is the first time I'm seeing her in less clothing. And man, just spectacular. I mean, just what a pretty lady with an amazing body. Everything about her is just sexy. So she's a redhead. Is she like curvy? Is she, I mean, what what else can you tell us about her? Because I haven't seen any pictures or anything. So, well, she's probably five... 
foot four, five, five, right in that range. She's got amazing tits, just amazing. Her ass is amazing. She's curvy, but not she's she's statuesque is what she is. Okay. That's what she looks like. That real classic kind of like hourglass I, I, figure. Yeah, I refer to it as like old Hollywood. Like that's what she looks like. You know oh, that I kind of hour. That. Yeah, very. That with the red hair, which is your total fucking weakness. Hence Jessica being Jessica Rabbit. That's where <laughs> she get. That's why she wanted Jessica because that's what she looks like. Honestly, so again panties on nothing else in the kitchen i'm still pretty well dressed although she was unbuttoning my shirt at one point so we move into the bedroom as soon as we're in the bedroom now i have shoes on i have dress pants on and a button-down shirt she took my shirt off and then i helped her with the rest of it and removed it and just undid my pants and i'm standing now in the bedroom pants around my ankles shoes on and she is sucking my cock (laughs) I mean, just um, fucking amazing. And, oh, it's and, so hot when you keep clothes on to start play. Well, you know what we, I mean? It's like you just want each other so bad that you're not going to take the time to get completely undressed. For sure. That's fucking hot. Well, yeah, listen, I don't think either of I didn't give a shit at all. I cared less. But we had had a conversation while we were communicating digitally throughout the time that we had met the first time and had subsequently met to play. And we were both talking about what we like, what we're not super fans of in terms of play and we both agree that we're both orally fixated. No question about it. And I'm here to tell you, she wasn't kidding because I don't know how long she was sucking my cock. It could have been, it could have been 20 minutes, maybe. I mean, literally. <laughs> 20 minutes? I don't even know. It was a long time. What a I, fucking I lost champ. Tra- I lost track of time. So again, I am touching all over her. It was made clear at some point throughout the course of our conversation and our communication as well that she definitely likes a little bit more, someone to take more control. So I was very cautious with how I did that. But, you know, having my hands on her neck and taking her hair out from in front of her face and kind of holding it a little tighter than maybe normal, just to kind of see where the, you know, where I was at in terms of dominance, just testing the water. And so again, this went on for a while and man, it was fucking hot. Eventually she stands up, we embrace, she sits down on the bed. I said, let me get the rest of this stuff off. So she kind of scoots herself onto the bed. I took my shoes off and took my socks off, put my pants on the floor. And literally, I literally threw them on the floor. I did not fold them. I just threw them on the floor. Oh, that's the, that's the gauge, isn't it? Yeah. That's the telltale sign. How much time do you take to fucking put your shit away because you're so neurotic like that well i didn't i just threw them on the floor (laughs) so she's now on the bed and this is of course when i removed her panties and started licking her incessantly and i'm telling you i don't know how much time i spent (laughs) licking her pussy i lost track of time 20 minutes oh more than that it was more than that yeah because well i say this all the time there is nothing better than when someone is clearly enjoying what it is that you're doing and when that happens i just want to do more of it yeah but doesn't your fucking mouth start to hurt after a while Ah, who cares after a while it just doesn't matter (laughs) you must have strong jaw muscles well i'm telling you it was so fucking hot and so i'm licking her anytime she has an orgasm i'm it just makes me more excited i mean you know how this works for me oh yeah and skin just silky soft i'm kind of nibbling on her thighs and running my hands all over her body Also, I don't know what it is. Clearly, there is a theme. She has incredibly responsive nipples. Oh, how are all these women finding you? Maybe their nipples are giving off a sensor that you are the type of person that they should be engaging with. I just don't know. But it's fucking amazing. Nipple dar. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm touching her. And as I'm playing with her, and I already know that her nipples are sensitive. She mentioned that to me. I'm squeezing them. And when I'm squeezing them and I'm licking her pussy at the same time, it's like a like a light switch. Literally like a fucking light switch. That's hot. Oh, I, I wish I had sensitive nipples. You could gnaw on mine. <laughs> well, I was at one point gnawing on hers because the harder I went, the more she liked it. And as long as she let me know that that was the right pressure, I was not going to stop. Hell yeah. So in this position, my face is firmly buried between her legs. I am spending as much time as I possibly can there and touching her breasts and running my hands all over her amazing body. And as long as she's moaning and writhing and moving, I don't want to go anywhere. But eventually she turns over and I start licking her from behind. And then eventually I start putting my tongue in her ass, which is fucking awesome when you're tonguing somebody's ass and they push their ass into your face. Yeah, that happens to you a lot, too. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Why do you like eating ass? Well, what I like about the process is 
when someone else, when the person really enjoys it. Because they're comfortable enough with you to stick their ass closer into your face. Right. And I often wonder, how many people actually do this? (laughs) Probably not that many. You know what I mean? Because like my hands now are underneath her thighs and I'm holding her kind of uh, with my arms under her and her, you know, she's on her knees or, and her ass is right in my face and I'm trying to get as much coverage as I can from, from the back. So, and again, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I always think to myself, I wonder how often this kind of thing happens and do do guys particularly really enjoy this? And and my thought is that probably it's not that many. So when the opportunity arises, I want to be that guy. I want to be the star of the show. I want to help. I'm here to help. Yeah. Right. So I spent a lot of fucking time there. Great fucking view. I mean, she is just so fucking sexy. So now, of course, because my hands are kind of under her, I'm able to feel her breasts again. So I'm squeezing her nipples. Now, from behind squeezing her nipples, this is a totally different sensation because she's literally pushing herself into me while this is happening. It's just so fucking hot when it's obvious that you're firing on all cylinders, that everything is working. Well, it also you know? sounds like she knows her body very well. Oh, fuck you know what yeah, I mean? She like does. she's telling you what she likes. ahead of time and then it's being mirrored in the bedroom because a lot of times what happens maybe not so much with women but with guys is they'll tell me something ahead of time and then during the actual experience it's like oh that's not true at all you know like guys would be like oh i last so long i last two hours whatever and then it's like a 15 minute session exactly so the fact that she was able to communicate ahead of time what she likes what she's into and then you were able to provide it and it was clear you were pleasuring her that's fucking awesome yeah look i have to say i was pleasuring myself in this situation as well because i enjoyed this thoroughly were you stroking yourself no 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 my point is i enjoyed it so much that i found myself just super fucking excited yeah it was just such a good time so eventually i get kind of on the bed a little bit and she turns back over and so we're making out and like i said kissing her man it was really hot there was this kind of intensity that i really i found intriguing and we're just touching and and you know i'm kind of licking her on her breasts and her stomach and finally she looks at me she goes i need you to fuck me which is awesome i love to hear that don't ever want to have to think about it so if you tell me count on it that's happening (laughs) Like I said, man, just, you know, draw me a map, point me in a direction. I'll figure it out. That's way hotter than you having to be like, so should I like put on a condom? Right, or... right. No, no need for any of that. So I have, obviously I had condoms on the side of the bed. She had them on the nightstand. So we, there was plenty around. And so I put on a condom and she is on her back at first and I am fucking her. Okay. Let me just say this. When, <laughs> oh no, it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. So especially when you're into somebody, right? Instantly... People are more attractive to you when you're interested in them, right? I'm on top of her. Well, instantly people become more attractive the more interested you are in them, in my opinion. Okay. So she's already hot. Now I'm on top. I'm fucking her from on top. And the noises and the movement and how she's touching herself. And then, of course, I realize I need to be playing with her nipples. And then it's a just this animation that was just so fucking intense. I found her that much more attractive. It was just so fucking hot. And I'm here to tell you, we had sex in that position. I, I lost track of fucking time because if you're having an orgasm and I can continue to provide them, you better know that I'm going to stay as long as I fucking can. Right. That's, <laughs> that's what's going to fucking happen. So eventually she turns over and I'm fucking her from behind. Now I'm also playing with her, with her ass from behind. I'm squeezing, this is a long session. Like I said, I don't even know how long I was gone. And we were putting in some fucking work. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> and it, 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 she was just so sexy. Her skin was so soft. She smelled so good. There wasn't a situation at all during any of this where I was not so fucking worked up. Right? Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, I'm telling you. it was. She is so fucking sexy. So I stopped fucking her from behind. And she turns over. And I actually start going down on her again. I wanted to take the condom off and replace it. So I removed it temporarily and kind of put put it to the side while I was going down on her. And eventually she kind of sat up and started sucking my cock again, realizing, of course, I didn't have a condom on. So, you know, made it easy. And so I'm on my knees on the bed and she's basically laying on the bed, like on her stomach, sucking my cock. And 
I want to fuck her again. So I'm like, I'm going to get another condom. So I reach over and get it. Especially ass man. If her ass is up in the air while uh, you're fucking getting your well, cock sucked, that's like the best thing ever for you. Well, she's, yeah, her ass is up in the air. I'm able to reach back and, and I'm, I, my finger is in her ass. My, I have another. You're fingering her ass? Yep. I'm, I have my hand on, on her. Slut. I have my hand on her ass as well. Yeah. Listen, I also want to say while we're playing and this whole session's happening, my hand is around her neck. A little tighter as we got further into it, pulling her hair a little bit. So you're just picking up all the intensity. Yep. I'm just playing off the cues and, and going by what she and I digitally communicated about in terms of what she really liked. And so that primal kind of play was really on the table with her. And it was so fucking hot. And especially when it's someone who knows that they like it. Like there was no question about it, no awkwardness about it. She's not holding back from you. Oh no, yeah. no, 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 no. In fact, afterwards, I'll, you know, I'll tell you what she said. And it made a lot of sense. But I'm squeezing and playing with her nipples and licking and biting her nipples. I realized pretty early on, while I was fucking her on top, that by biting a little bit on her nipples drove her crazy. So of course, I'm picking that up a little bit as we're going, until I feel like that's just you know it's, it's hard enough. Not that she said it wasn't, but I wanted to make sure. I didn't go too far. It was just super fucking super hot. So as I said, while she's sucking my cock and my hands are all over her amazing ass, I said, I, I need to fuck you again. So I grabbed another condom and I started fucking her again from on top. And this was pretty intense. I mean, we're, you know, we're making out and we're kissing and, and touching and all of this stuff is happening. And eventually she turns back over and I'm fucking her from behind. And it, <laughs> ass up in the air. My hands are running up her back. I've got her hair in my hand now and I am just going. I mean, it was so <laughs> fucking intense until finally I came and we laid there for a second. I got my condom off and we just kind of laid down next to each other and just touching and talking. And it was really, really very nice because there was still a little bit of kissing and touching going on, which I really appreciated. It wasn't kind of this, you know, we're just done kind of thing. Yeah, this hard stop, get the fuck out of my bed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know, it's always nice to kind of, you have a connection with people to the extent that that's comfortable, right? Like, that's a big deal. It's also a come down. Like it aftercare is. is not just for BDSM. No, no, no. You have no, a no. super intense sex sexual experience and then physical contact is just cut off. Yeah. That can be really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, yeah, again, it's like just like flipping a light switch. It's kind of weird, you know? So anyway... We're laying there touching and kind of kissing and making out a little bit and, I'm, and just feeling her skin, which was awesome. And then we just start getting ourselves ready. I was getting dressed. I realized at that point just how long I'd been gone. You were gone for like four hours. Yeah, I had no idea it was that long. This was an amazing play session with an amazing woman, and I just lost track of time. Now, the good news is it's not like if I go to Jade's or something, I've got to drive 30 minutes or to Susan's 30 minutes away. This is right down the street, so it was nice and easy. And so anyway, we're getting dressed. And so we're talking now. I'm referencing, I didn't realize just how much pressure you liked on your nipples. I found it interesting. And she said, yeah, she's like, you can actually go even harder. And I thought, holy shit, because I was really getting with it. You know, I, I wouldn't have done that <laughs> well, had she not, not said that. So she doesn't have sensitive nipples then. She has responsive nipples. They're responsive, Those yeah. are two different things. Yeah. I have very responsive nipples. I love sensation on them, but they're not fucking sensitive. You can bite those things till they fucking bleed. Well, they're responsive and sensitive to the point that whatever you do to them is just fine. Yeah. It, it's going to work. You know, at least it did in this instance for me. And it was fucking amazing. You know, I really enjoyed this lady's company for a number of reasons, not just because she's super fucking hot, first of all, and very sexual and sensual, but I just like her energy. This, I think, is the difference in a lot of ways with couples who are very much experienced as opposed to those who really aren't that experience. Yeah, they know right? what they want. They're not afraid to communicate it. They're not afraid to go after it. Yeah. Now, what I will say is the hottest thing from my experience is, again, you're gone all of this time. I have no idea what's happened. You walk back in the door. First of all, you smelled like a fucking dog. Like you smelled <laughs> like you had been sweating for hours. I was work. I put in some work. I was like, what? Were you at the gym or were you having sex? Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. But also, like I said, you were just kind of glowing. You were beaming. I was like, well, that apparently went well. And you're like, Oh, yes. Yeah. Listen. And that turns me the fuck on, of course, because I want you to have a good time. Well, especially when it's your first experience with someone, right? I mean, we talk about this a lot, which is one of the reasons we kind of, you know, prefer that regular play partner situation because... The more comfortable you are with someone, and certainly the more familiar when you're talking about, you know, intimacy, 
the better the play, right? Well, this was an amazing first time, amazing first session of any kind. And for me, I think it just sets the tone. We do plan to see each other again. We didn't have hard plans because, again, they travel a lot and our September is fucked. So we have been communicating and we definitely are going to try to see each other again. And I have to believe that should we play, should I have the opportunity to, to play with her again, it will be that much fucking hotter. And I'm not sure how. I mean, I'm really going to have to step it up because yeah, it was... Yeah, you set the bar high, as yeah, did she. she did. And it was a fucking lot of fun, man. I mean, just a great time with a terrific lady. I mean, everything about her was spot on. Just awesome. And her husband's an awesome dude. You know, they're a lot like us. They're very comfortable with each other. They're very comfortable, obviously, with the idea of separate play, certainly for her. And I appreciate that about them. Uh, Again, I think because we have mutual friends, there was a level of comfort there, I think, that made her more comfortable and certainly did me. And I just, man, I just enjoyed her time thoroughly. It was, you know, that woman sucked my cock like... (laughs) I mean, literally. Like her life depended on it. Like somebody had a gun to her head. Holy (laughs) shit. The world is going to end unless you provide amazing fucking oral for 20 minutes. Well, I say this all the time. You hear me say it. People who enjoy providing pleasure are special people. And she told me many times, multiple times throughout our conversations digitally that that is her thing. And I'm here to tell you it fucking is. Well, I loved it. And like I said, I always love when you come home and you're happy. But this was like a whole different thing. So it was kind of special for me, too. So I am super excited to see what happens next time you see her. And I'm sure we'll be talking about it on a future episode. For sure we will. Hopefully it will be soon. We will also be providing a bonus episode that may include some additional details or some behind the scenes that we didn't talk about here on the show. So make sure you join us on Patreon. That is just one bonus we offer. We also have our Snapchat access via our Patreon community. So you can kind of see what we're doing day in and day out. And I put my tits up there a lot. So Your tits are out a lot. Well, bonus. (laughs) So head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers to check out all of those exclusive bonuses as a thank you for sponsoring the show. You can also find the naughty stuff, including like... Like I said, this recent shoot that I did, that will be up very shortly at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Brian's is OnlyFans.com slash Buy Hyphen Zaddy. We want to remind you guys about our upcoming events. We obviously have one every single month here in Las Vegas, the third Thursday of every month. But we also have the Black Tie Affair happening in Denver in November. And Podbash is just a few short weeks away. I cannot freaking believe it. For Podbash information, head to Podbash event.com for all of our other events head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com and what else do we have we got a lot of stuff happening you have been pretty slutty i am going to have a play date today on and i have a few more that's kind of we need to talk about we haven't gotten to yet we've been so fucking busy uh we have a lot happening stay tuned for all the good shit yes thank you guys so much for listening thanks everybody